Hey everybody, welcome to the Icebox podcast. Uh, it's Icy Ice Cards here, Matt. With, and, then, uh, and here are Robbie uh, at 412 Sports Cards. And we're just, uh, yeah, the first episode of our podcast. Uh, Going to be just kind of like an overview of the hobby. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, sports card trends, investments. Um, we're going to do some product reviews. Uh, so that'll be interesting and just talk about what's going on on, you know, eBay, Facebook, Instagram, and just other platforms, uh, card shows, um, all those types of things. Uh, so this episode, we're kind of going to be talking about just an overview of uh, what got us into the hobby and what we collect, why we collect it. And just so you guys can like kind of get to know us a little better um yeah more episodes it should be good we're we're definitely gonna yeah we'll cover a lot of ground here Uh, i'm excited man we're we're gonna get through uh get through a lot i don't know we got a lot to talk about always so you know we're we figured why not get get going for a podcast something hopefully uh you know the collector and the investor uh can enjoy and something that i don't know is maybe a, a little bit different maybe a little more casual than what a lot of the you know, popular polished podcasts, I guess, that are out there are, you know, something a little different. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know, man, if you want to get into it, you want to want to start with uh, kind of what, how, when you get in a hobby and whatnot. Yeah. So I got into the hobby uh, at a pretty young age, just like ripping packs. Uh, you know, you could find them at a store for like a dollar 99 for 10 cards or something. And Um, But what really got me into it was uh, finding out about, you know, jersey cards and patch cards and getting cards of somebody's game-worn jersey. Um, I thought that was just the coolest thing. Um, And uh, so I'm a Tigers fan, a Detroit sports fan. And the biggest uh, trade that happened was when Prince Fielder got traded to the Tigers. And I pulled his just Tigers base card, his first Tigers base card out of the update packs. And uh, in that same pack, I also got a Alex Avila, the catcher for the Tigers at the time, jersey card. So that was what kind of got me hooked. I think everybody kind of has like a pack pull story that like kind of. Yeah. When you first got like an autograph or something in a pack. Yeah. I remember my brother pulled an autograph in like a football tops like football pack in like 2006 it's like a sticker auto of like some junk like qb and i was like i didn't even know you could like get an autograph like out of a pack and like when we used to trade it was like even though it was probably worth less than like some other stuff we had like that is untouchable like it's like too good it's like so the best card we've ever had and it was like worth nothing but it was like so cool that just because it was like an autograph Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah and uh yeah, the first autograph I pulled was uh, actually Philip Humber. I don't know. Oh, I remember him. I remember that yeah. name. I don't know. Was that guy a Royal? Yeah, he. Remember. So or Tiger yeah, maybe at some point. I don't know. He yeah, I think he was a Royal when I when I pulled it and had it, and I pretty much trashed that card. It, <laughs> I, I bent it in half and I <laughs> threw it and had fun with it, and then. <laughs> my dad and I heard about a sports card show and I was like, Oh, I, 
we'll go check it out or whatever. And I brought the Philip Humber card after he had thrown his no hitter. And some guy said he would give me $10 for it. And I thought that was like the, that was my first experience of experiencing that like cards had like monetary value, like outside of just trading or like buying packs. And so, yeah, that got me really hooked. And then around eighth grade, I would say is when I started taking it like, Oh, Hey, I can make money here and started really like trying to like buy to like make money and did a lot of that at local shows. So that that's a good time. Yeah, that definitely is. It is weird when you learn that cards can be worth like money. I remember I used to go to this LCS near me. Uh, people might be able to reason out what it is, but it is a not the sports card junction. It was another LCS in the area. I used to buy these incredibly overpriced cards, but like, you know, I was just like so like happy to have them. And I never really thought about, you know, like anything that I had, I could sell for like good money. I don't know. It was just stuff you would like, I don't know, just to amass the collection. But yeah, those were the days. I'm trying to think if I know the first time that I ever sold a card or like ever, I don't know, got or ever had anything that was worth like a decent amount of money. I maybe I do remember. I remember selling some, I sold a Mike Trout like SP from tops that I pulled. Oh, I can't remember. It was like maybe 2013, 14, 15 in there. It was like an SP Mike Trout, just tops like SP. And I sold for like $20. And I was like, wow, like just a card that yeah. I got from the grocery store pack was like 20 bucks. And that was, was nuts. That's when I got into the world of eBay though. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. The first eBay purchase for me was uh, a Javad best autograph. Wait, so. the guy, the guy who's on, who's on Instagram, who, who's in the, with Pat, wait, wait, have you ever seen him on IG? Wait, oh, I think that's a different guy. Oh, Javad best, he, he was, a. Uh, I think this guy might be Javid Best or something. Big Lions bust. That it's him. It's the same. He was a Lions player who he played in the NFL for a couple of years. Okay, yeah. He well, yeah, he actually uh stopped playing the NFL because it yeah, just didn't work out. And then he actually ran track in the Olympics. Oh, what the heck, really? Yeah, and was actually. I'm pretty sure they meddled in his like relay. That's nuts. Um, yeah. So that was my first eBay purchase. And I remember winning that card for like a dollar fifty, outbidding somebody at like the last <laughs> second. And like, yeah, just being so excited that like I won a card and then seeing it come in the mail. You know, coming in the mail is, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I was talking with you about this or talking with someone. But the, or I think it might have been like on the cardboard connection IG. He put, I don't know if you know, like, uh, uh, what's his face? Not Chris, the other guy from Card Ladder. Um, but he uh, was talking about that fanatics quote about like all the uh, friction in the hobby. And I was like, you know, some of the friction's good in the hobby. That some of the stuff that yep. we that we like got into it because we loved. I don't know. We liked buying stuff on eBay and waiting for it to come in the mail. I still like buying yeah. stuff on eBay and waiting for it to come in the mail. I think the mail day is like one of the few things in cards that like just does not get old. The mail day is the pinnacle. Uh, yeah. Even if you end up not wanting the card in the future, 
the waiting for it to come in the mail, waiting to see what the condition looks like in person, waiting yeah. to see what the card looks like in person. It, it does not get old. I've had, I mean, you've had, I'm sure hundreds, you know, of them, of them, of the cards showing up at your door, but it is definitely, it is definitely a peak part of the uh, process. I'm sure many of the listeners will agree. The mail day yeah. is the best. Yeah. When you hear, when, honestly, when you just hear the mail truck on your street, or yep. on your road, that's this when the heart like starts just, wow, like it's about to happen, you know? <laughs> At the at home, my mail always comes around like one or two o'clock. And like I used to like when there's like a big car to like camp out on like the floor of my house where you can best hear the mail truck. And like oh, yeah. you hear it go by, you hear it go by in the other street next to you, like 30 minutes before it comes to your street. And I'm like, oh my, the mail truck is like in the neighborhood. And then you yeah. like wait, go out to the mail. That's good times. I remember my first big mail day was like. When I bought a 1955 PSA 10 Harmon Killebrew, I don't know if you know Har- who Harmon Killebrew is, but he was like yeah. his PSA 7 rookie of him from 1955 tops. And it was so much money at the time. I remember I borrowed, I borrowed like a $200 from my brother to buy it <laughs> at the time, which because it was like a $400 card, which was nuts. I couldn't believe, you know, it was yeah. like insane. And he's like, you're nuts. And I borrowed like $200 from him to buy it. And I remember that that's the first time I ever bought like a big card. Yeah, that's yeah. Good times. Yeah. I, the first time I bought a big card was at a show and it was a Miguel Cabrera booklet, which I actually still have. Oh, nice. I'm glad you still and, have it. Uh, yeah. And my mom was with me and <laughs> I just remember her just not even like understanding and just yeah being so scared that i was getting ripped off at like <laughs> 10 years old by this old dude with yeah. and yeah it, did you get ripped off hopefully not no it's a i paid 150 and it's a very nice like five star booklet oh um, i have 20 is it like 2014 five star i believe so yeah i know and, okay i know what those booklets look like then they're nice yeah, and it's an on-card auto and everything. So like, it's, a hor- it's a horizontal patch window, right? Um, it's like four patches. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah, it's it's a nice card. I think I did fine for 150, and it's been like 10 years. So I know which ones you mean. I collected a lot of 2014 five star. Uh, back in the day, I was buying like patches and stuff. It's a good product. It is a good product. It has incredibly nice looking cards. I collected like patch autos from that yeah, at one point. Well, I really loved collecting, which I don't think they do anymore, was Supreme. I was, oh, I never liked Supreme because it had sticker autographs. Mm, but I okay, remember yeah. it was it was two two autos a box, I believe. I remember that product. Yeah. I think what really got me hooked is my brother and I each got a box for Christmas. Oh, and that's a nice I ended Christmas up, present. Yeah, well, and it was back when hobby boxes were like, it's for you know, it sixty like a bucks. Box. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say sixty, but yeah, it's like that same amount. Yeah, yeah, and he got a George Springer printing plate, one of one. That's auto. nuts. That's so cool. And, and that was rookie too. So like that was a big card at the time. Oh, because twenty. Oh, that'd be twenty fourteen. I think is a Springer rookie year. So yeah, twenty fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, and then I ended up because yeah, you were guaranteed two autos. 
Yeah, it's two autos. Well, I ended up getting three autos in it. And so, like, that was just the coolest thing ever to me. Yeah. And that's a hit-only product. So, it's just, like, an, literally just, like, three cards instead of two. Well, yeah, I have one. I pack. have not thought about Top Supreme Baseball in a long <laughs> time. But it's good memories. I used to watch people. I used to watch, op- like, pack openings, and like, case openings and stuff of, like, that product. I remember going to my LCS and seeing that product. Those are the vibes. I don't know. I used to, like, Strata back in that time oh, period yeah. i like strata i liked um the i like the authentication stickers on the mm-hmm. patches that matched it to the game the uh the jersey piece was worn i still wish they did that yeah don't we all cool it, isn't it so nice i like yeah. have a david ortiz like part of the s and like socks and like okay you can and it's like matched to a game and like i think he has like a double or like a walk or something in the game but like that's, cool. that's so cool yeah yeah i think that's what like we want this podcast to kind of be is like the collectors can kind of be like oh yeah i remember that you know i'm yeah I, if that if we could just honestly we'll talk investments and stuff like that definitely on here oh, a yeah. lot because that's definitely stuff that we're both very interested in but we're also i don't know you guys definitely should get a lot of this too a lot of banter reminiscing on old days of cards uh because We've both been around for a while. And yeah, honestly, if we can provide a podcast that does do that, that's nice. And I hope you guys uh, can enjoy that that type of conversation about old products. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, it's not like we've been in it for too long, but like no. the time we have been in it, I think we've seen a lot of changes. Yeah, so uh, for reference, because I guess I haven't gotten it out, I got um, been doing the what Matt's been doing, the packs at the grocery store. That's what got me into it. That's about 2006 tops baseball is when that starts. And then did that for a long, long time. And then around 2016 is when I first started buying cards on eBay. And like first, and I 2016 made an Excel spreadsheet, tracked the card purchases, and I have the records of everything from around 2016. But yeah, that's when I first started to get like seriously into buying and selling in that game and then followed it real close since then. I think it's interesting how, you know, really most of the people, I, th- I think, especially on Instagram, uh, really start out as collectors. They do. Not, yeah. Not caring about necessarily like, Oh, I got to buy this at 80% of eBay or like something like that, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, I, yeah. I've never gotten into that life. Because there's definitely money. That's like a living like a dealer. And there's money to be made living like a dealer. But like, I think most people are very picky about what they buy because they buy it not only to invest, but they buy it because it's something they think is really cool. And I think that's definitely the way that I have spent most of my hobby experience. That's what's gotten me into it. Uh, I think a lot of people who... The, in the early days of breakers, breakers that like were not that successful. I think I feel a lot like how they felt like they were like, yeah, and we used to break boxes and, you know, we made no money, but like it was fun because I got to open like a couple, I got to open cases of product that cost a fortune and I did, and I got to experience it and have the fun and it was paid for by someone else, you know, cause other people paid for the cards and I like just got to open them and have fun. That's how I felt when I used, when I got into all this, it was like, 
-hmm. And I got to see so many cool cards come through and I got to own so many cool cards and I got to see so many cool cards. And even if I wasn't making money, I was happy just because I was having fun getting all these cards in hand and getting to own them for a while. I think, I think that's one thing that I miss a little bit about, you know, my taste in cards becoming more higher end and my collection really gaining value is like, there's still a ton of good people out there to like deal with and like really like genuine, like good people. I'm friends with a lot of them, but like, honestly, the higher end your collection gets, like the more tough personalities you also have to deal with as well, which I think is hard. And like, sometimes I miss that of just, you know, yeah, I'll trade this card to you, even though I'm losing value because you like your that one more and I like mine more. Yeah. So it's not all about value, you know, but when your collection gets like higher end as like we both experienced. Yeah, it, we definitely it, have both experienced. Yeah, it's, it becomes a little bit more about value. It definitely becomes about value when you get this far up. I mean, you obviously got more and then i do but like both of us have definitely seen a move from yeah buying small cards and like i don't know easier transactions into more worried about fluctuations in price of what you own and like stuff like that it's still a fun time don't get me wrong i very very much enjoy the researching and the thinking about cards to buy to like sell later that part is yeah. very very fun for me and i wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun but it definitely is a, a big, a big shift. Uh, I don't know. What do you do nowadays in the hobby, Matt? Like what, what, what kind of the bread and butter of your hobby experience now, what you enjoy? Um, yeah, I think the thing I, I most enjoy is definitely shows. I, I think really the people on online that I see where it's just like, oh, I'm burned out of the hobby or I'm, you know, thinking about like selling my whole collection and just being done like a lot of these people are not going to shows. And I think that is one of the best things that you can do to be interested in the hobby. Just because honestly, the vast majority of like my hobby fun is meeting people. Yeah. And like that shows are a really good way to do that. And like, even like aside from sports cards, like it's cool to be surrounded with people that are interested in the same things you are. Yeah. Like that's why people go to football games. That's why people go to concerts. Like, yeah, you like to be surrounded by people who are interested in the same thing as you. And that's why I like shows. And that's fair. I mean, yeah. even I went to like a, a crappy show, uh, you know, the first show I'd ever really gone to, I, was, I mean, at the time, maybe I went too early, but I went for an early strike at the opening bell and there were literally six tables. I've told you about yeah. this, but tell the listeners that, you know, and I went and there was like no one there. And it was, I was like, wow, this is going to be pretty lame. But then, you know, I went through, I started going through a guy's boxes and I'm literally going through like Chronicles rookies of like a bunch of like 2018 rookies. And I'm like, wow, like, And so fun to like see all these different cards and like, you know, like even though like we're talking like Chronicles rookies, I mean, it was like Colin Sexton, like Shea, like Jaron Jackson. It was just cool to see the cards. And it was cool to talk with the guy who's like cards. It was, you know, stuff like that. Just 
don't know. Every and they know about the same. The first time you do it, it's almost surreal. You're like, people know about the cards. You know what I mean? Like I do, because like you don't, you don't in your everyday experience talk to some person uh, that you see about uh, sports cards and they know what you're talking about. That does not happen. So it's it's definitely cool. Shows definitely are something I'm trying to get more into. And something I hopefully will be going to, and then we'll have some conversations on here to get into that. Yeah. Yep. For sure. So I guess it, that's most probably of what we want to talk about there. Is there anything else you want to talk on that before we, I don't know, kind of move the show along? No, I think, yeah, I, it's, I think it's important that like the viewers kind of know that, you know, we are, we're not going to come on here and just like pump stuff up or anything like that. Like, we're, <laughs> We're investors, but like we are collectors too. And I would yeah. say both of us are like more so collectors than investors. Yeah. Before like, we got before we got live on here, we were talking about how I have collected too much, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And, have, and have the problem of having too much of a collection and of running out of money in the card balance to uh, flip with. So that's the kind of problem we have over here. It is not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I think that's, yeah, that's something I was going to mention too, is like, like our biggest problem is we are sometimes too much collectors. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we need to be able to flip to be able, and I, I think that's the reason we invest, right? Is to be able to afford the stuff we collect. Yes, the, and, it definitely is. Yeah. So I think, and I think that strategy is very enjoyable as well. I think it is too. I also think it would be fun someday to be able to like, I've taken a little bit of money out, but like, it would be fun to like take some money out for like a trip or like a small like trip or like something like that and be like, this was from cards. It was like insane to yeah. think about, but it definitely could happen. Oh and yeah. I definitely could do it. Mm-hmm. So like, that's uh, also, also a goal, which uh, does require, unfortunately some trimming of the um, enormous <laughs> amount of collection that I've accumulated recently for, uh, to be able to realize some of the uh, plays that I have going forward. Yeah. Shout yeah. out random play. David Ortiz before Hall of Fame vote. Oh, a yeah. Solid play that I want to get into more. That's stuff I need more money for. A little yep. nugget there. I That is a real play. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that like balance is like what we kind of want to have on this podcast, too. Like, yeah, we'll be doing like for sure, like investing episodes. They're um, common. But yeah, there will also be like just like purely collecting episodes. And I think one thing that we really want to do too, and feel free to if you're listening to this or watching this, definitely hit us up if you have yeah. um stuff you want us to talk about or questions, or something we really want to get into is even product reviews. If you have like a product that you want us to review, or like yeah, even a website that you want us to go on and be like, hey, do you like this? I mean, we will gladly do that. Yeah, we definitely and, will. Hit us up at the uh, IG we're ma- we made. Uh, it's, it, it exists. Uh, it's, it's getting rolling in terms of, you know, actually, you know, how, getting a post on it. But uh, the Icebox podcast, or it might be Icebox pod. You know, I really should have known yeah. that. Uh, but <laughs> it has a, has a logo and everything looking real official. Hit us up there or at either one of our personals and uh, we'll get back yeah. to you. Yeah. And there will be a post as well. Um, by the time this goes up. For yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Feel free to DM us or yeah, just 
send us i mean what we'd really like is for like a lot of variety as far as who's listening to this like newer collectors um investors who have been in the game for a, longer than us even just a good variety so we can you know answer questions cover a lot of topics and i i think what's nice um is that we don't necessarily have any like vested interest in anything like we aren't a card shop or we aren't this is true like panini you know yeah we don't employee. have a line we don't have a line or uh i don't know a line to sell you you know it's yeah not, not like we got a I don't know. We're not a card shop who says that uh, every product's loaded. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think like there will be amazing hits. Yeah. Like there might be negative reviews. Like, it, and we're just going to like, <laughs> I'm really, open to like, a negative review. I'm open to a negative review. I'll yeah, call it like, how I see it. Yeah. We're going to cause things how we see it. So if you have, you know, an investment that you're making and you want our opinions on it, like submit it to the podcast or you have, you know, a product that you want us to try, like, we'll give you a fair review on it. Yeah. It, yeah, it can be a lot of fun and it can be educational and it can be just basically what the sports cards hobby is all about. Yeah. That sounds good. I think that's definitely where we're going. Uh, if you don't mind, maybe we'll move a little bit into some quick hitting, uh, I don't know, headlines slash looking ahead. If, as we move towards, I guess, kind of the end of this first episode, yeah. uh, MLB playoffs, Beginning now, as we're filming, uh, wild card games are done. Also, shout out. I have not seen it in the playoffs, but shout out. My uh, girlfriend told me that there is, was the first all women's like commentating or like commenter or play by play crew for a game recently, which, oh, okay. well, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, you know, if you think about it, you hear almost no women, especially on baseball, uh, calling yeah, baseball. So yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, a little yeah, plug for that. It really is. I, I mean, it's nice that we kind of started this podcast now because I I think it's the best time of the year for sports. It I heard heard that talked about in Card Talk today. Uh, it was hotly debated whether it was this or whether it's April, uh, April slash May. But uh, it definitely is MLB playoffs. I'm very interested in MLB playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. And then you got the middle of football season. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm big baseball. I like football. You got hockey. Yeah, I get that hockey going. I'm, hockey. Been watching my, I've been watching my uh, these YouTube documentaries of the Penguins Stanley Cup wins uh, that yep. they were like on NHL Network that are on YouTube. Those are great. You know, getting me excited for some hockey, some preseason basketball. Yeah. What's your? Uh, I don't know what you. What What are your thoughts? What's on your mind going into basketball? Or, uh, I mean, basketball season, NFL season, I guess we'll wrap up with something like that. What are you yeah, thinking um, about? Excited well, for Cade? Uh, as, yeah, as a Pistons fan, as a Detroit sports fan, there's no baseball to even remotely consider. Wow. Um, I know how that feels with the Pirates. Yeah, there's no football to even remotely consider because we're 0-4. Probably there might not be any Steelers football soon if we keep losing. Yep, and so, I mean, as the Lions are probably going to go – <laughs> Maybe they get a win, one in sixteen or something. The Lions will get a couple wins. I think they'll get two yeah. at least. And so, really, it's just Cade. I mean, <laughs> Cade's got a lot of pressure on him. He's got to carry the city of Detroit here, uh, which will be, which will be interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what's on my mind, at least. I, 
I know you are obviously in a different part of the country than me, so yeah, you yeah you don't necessarily have that on your mind. But I'm not gonna lie to you. I think Cade's overrated. I'm gonna say it. Don't don't hate me, but uh, I think the Pistons. To... I think the Pistons have a lot of promising pieces. Uh, like I mean, I I think you guys have a lot a lot of promising pieces. We'll see if it yeah. comes together. I think Cade is not close to what the last three years have had though so i think i think I we might have to, to see. might have to have like a maybe the next episode be like a little preseason predictions episode because yeah n- not to get into this now but i actually kind of agree with you about cade so we'll have I, to talk I, about i'm in, people talk a lot about evan mobley i'm interested i yeah we won't get into all this now i'm interested in evan mobley when cards start coming out but yeah uh, well, yeah that might have to be the next episode then talk about we'll get that into that yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in and, uh, yeah, we'll have a lot more episodes rolling. So if there's anything yeah. you want to hear about message us at, uh, Icebox pod or icy ice cards or four, one, two sports cards. So, yeah. Sounds good. We'll catch you guys next week. See yeah. ya. All right.